Hello and welcome to this month's Patreon preview. If you are curious about Patreon and want to hear what is available if you sign up, then please stick around for this little episode. I mention Patreon on every episode, so at the beginning of each month I'm going to give you a little preview of what is available on patreon.com forward slash real life ghost stories. You can sign up to Patreon for either $2 or $5 a month and get all main and mini episodes of Real Life Ghost Stories completely ad-free. There are also extra film reviews, giveaways, bonus Q&As and much, much more. Remember, Patreon is entirely flexible and you can delete your pledge instantly at any time. For $2 a month, you get access to over 50 episodes of bonus content. For $5 a month, you get access to over 160 extra episodes. Every Monday, I release an episode of Tiny Tales. Sometimes it's a collection of spooky stories. Sometimes it's a special guest episode where a knowledgeable person comes on and tells their own paranormal tales. And lately, once a month, we've been doing a no sleep special where we find the scariest spooky stories from the depths of the internet. And all that for $5 a month. For today's preview, you'll be hearing a snippet of an episode of Tiny Tales. So on this week's episode, I was chitter-chattering about the Cock Lane ghost. Scratching Fanny, the Cock Lane ghost. (laughs) Still makes me laugh. You can see why I left the Scratch and Fanny bit out of the actual main episode until the very last sentence. Because I knew I just wasn't going to be able to get through it if I kept having to refer to Scratch and Fanny. It's just, it's too much. It's too much. It's too funny. And in that episode, I mentioned a letter where a physician wrote into the newspaper and suggested that she may have a pea pod in her vagina. This is Betty Parsons, who very chaotic to say that because she is a child. Um, But I, I said I'd read the letter because it is fantastic. So this letter was written by a physician, physician, allegedly, to the St. James's Chronicle and um, with an attempt to explain what may be happening in Cock Lane. Sir, though I am far from denying the existence of a ghost, yet I very much doubt the possibility of its making itself visible or creating a sound or having and exerting the corporal sense. For, as I understand it, the ghost has no body. And how can it rap against the wainscot without knuckles or scratch without nails and fingers? We must therefore look for the cause of this amazing Cock Lane phenomenon in some material agency. And instead of being made over to the clergy, I would have the child examined by the eminent naturalists of the Royal Society or the College of Physicians. Having been myself bred to physic, in the course of my reading I have found several wonderful relations of the like kind which at last have been discovered to have been produced by natural causes. The learned Riverius tells a story of a waggish girl at a boarding school who frightened all the rest of the scholars by making a sound per vaginum uteri, into which she had artfully introduced a pea pod. We have all heard of the woman who, having a tympanum, used to make a noise like a drum in knocking her belly. And I myself knew a man who could play a tune exactly like a bassoon with his lower wind instrument i.e. his anus. The choice spirits will furnish you with a hundred instances of persons who will crow like a cock, howl like a dog, mew like a cat or bray like an ass. May we not therefore reasonably suspect that the child in Cock Lane makes use of some artifice by which she can make strange noises of scratching and knocking. 
Considering the girl's age, I can hardly believe her to be capable of knocking from any such means as described by Riverius. I should rather conjecture that the sound proceeds from an artful contraction and dilation of the sphincter ani. My advice, therefore, is that before her examination, her intestines should be thoroughly cleaned by a purging clister or a strong dose of jalap. For upon inquiry, I find that her diet has always been of the flatulent kind, particularly before her examinations, and who can tell the wonderful effects that may be produced from the eating of peas and pepper? I am your humble servant, a physician. And you always like to think that these things are satirical, you know, you'd like to think that that was a joke letter, but let's be real, the... (laughs) The ideas around medicine and medical care and how you treat different illnesses in those days was pretty hectic. So I wouldn't be surprised if that letter was thoroughly serious. Although I have to say that I, reading it in 2022, thoroughly enjoyed it. 